Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Good morning, KSL News Time is 8 o'clock. This is Utah's Morning News. I'm Tim Hughes. And I'm Amanda Dixon. KSL's top story this hour. Turns out Mother Nature's an early riser this year. We've got another batch of snow causing some problems for the morning drive. KSL News Radio's Adam Small is live out on the roads in Lehigh now with the latest, Adam. Amanda, Tim, just made my way a little bit southbound, and I'd say the good news for people to realize right now is that it is getting a little bit better. I mean, if you were out on the roads a couple hours ago like I was, it, it is it was drastically different. I mean, granted, it is still slick, and the roads are wet down here in Utah County, but they have improved quite a bit as plows have been able to make their way through. The snow has also tapered off quite a bit, mostly just seeing off and on flurries at this point. Uh, but unfortunately, I think as I've been talking with a lot of people out at gas stations this morning, I think uh, from the, the rush vibe that I'm getting from a lot of people. I think this caught a lot of people off guard and you got a lot of people rushing into work. Unfortunately, if you're one of those people, it's not going to get much better because those delays that and everything is just continue to stack up as more cars get on the road. You're still looking at delays coming in this morning. So just remember to uh, plan ahead, call ahead if you need to let the boss know, hey, Storm got me again, and uh, you wouldn't be the only one. Reporting live in Lehigh, Adam Small, KSL News Radio. The snow doesn't show any signs of stopping west of us either. Up to five feet of snow is possible in the Sierra Nevada mountains this week, adding to the 46 feet of snow that uh, they've already had this season. Here's ABC's Lionel Moise. It comes as people are still stranded east of L.A. In the San Bernardino Mountains, where up to 12 feet of snow fell from back-to-back storms. Volunteers handing out supplies as some people run out of food and gas. Crews desperately trying to clear away tons of snow, hampered by wind gusts up to 55 miles per hour. Officials are warning some residents could be stranded for another week. Meantime, in the east, winter has been a bust. Snow totals are far below average from Boston to Philadelphia, and warmer temperatures have resulted in more spring-like days. The warm weather has left fans of cross-country skiing and sledding lamenting a lost winter, while businesses like snowplow drivers and small ski resorts have struggled financially. KSL's top national stories this hour. Another Norfolk Southern train derailed in Ohio over the weekend. This is the state's second derailment in just over a month. Norfolk Southern says no hazardous materials were involved this time, uh, like last month's derailment in East Palestine. ABC's Alex Prechet reports. What we know so far is that this train wasn't hauling anything nearly as as dangerous as as the one in East Palestine. Uh, There were four empty tankers with residual amounts of diesel exhaust fluid and and common industrial products, which that's something to be concerned about, certainly, but that's not the vinyl chloride that we were talking about in East Palestine. This train derailed near a highway in Springfield, about 80 miles northeast of Cincinnati. 
The parents of a 14-year-old Davis County student are suing the school district, saying their daughter has been denied potentially life-saving accommodations. Dennis and Sarah George say their daughter needs a trained aide with her at school for a variety of conditions. They say during a school board meeting last month, the district decided that their daughter no longer needed a paraprofessional. The George family says their daughter's life is in immediate danger because she has been denied accommodations. A suspect has now been charged in the disappearance of Dylan Rounds. Rounds vanished near the Utah-Nevada border about 10 months ago. 59-year-old James Brenner was charged with aggravated murder late last week. He's accused of killing 19-year-old Box Elder County resident Dylan Rounds. Rounds hasn't been heard or seen from since May of last year. Police say phone records from Rounds show he was on a remote property where Brenner was squatting on the day he disappeared. Police also say they found video evidence tying Brenner to the murder, as well as a blood stain that they say matched DNA from Rounds. The charges filed against Brenner are the first in connection to Rounds' disappearance. Jessica Lowell, KSL News Radio. A Heber man has been sentenced for causing the death of a seven-year-old girl in 2021. Christopher O'Connell pleaded guilty for firing a gun that went through a wall and killed the young girl in Wasatch County. O'Connell says he was drinking heavily and on prescription drugs when he fired the gun. He was sentenced to one to 15 years in state prison last month. First look traffic and Andy, it's at South Interchange this time, huh? Yeah, we've been keeping an eye on that for a while because that's where some of the biggest problems are. We've got a crash on the transition ramp from 215 to South 15 where a car crashed into the barrier. And then one on the main flow of I-15 at 7200 South where a car crashed into the barrier. They cleaned up a car that crashed into the barrier on the northbound side. But we still have slow spots most of the way from uh, Draper to Murray right now. And in Davis County, I don't know because I haven't seen it, but a car maybe probably crashed into a barrier, but we've got southbound delays from 31st Street down to Roy. I'm Andy Farnsworth in the KSL Traffic Center. The Board of Education for Alpine School District has launched formal studies into some major boundary changes. These studies are being used to provide evidence for the board's current proposal of closing five elementary schools and redrawing boundaries to adjust for the losses. David Stevenson, executive director of external relations for the district, explains reasons why they're proposing to close certain schools. These five schools, they all have seismic concerns, they have um, declining enrollment, and the schools nearby have um, available space for the students. The elementary schools that may be closing are Lehigh, Valley View, Linden, Windsor, and Sharon Elementary. I'm Alessandra Harris, KSL News Radio. The running Utes are getting set for the Pac-12 men's basketball tournament. They'll take on Stanford, a team that KSL Sports Utes insider Michelle Bodkin says they should have beat in the regular season. That was a game that they struggled with in Salt Lake City, and they dropped, uh, and they shouldn't probably shouldn't have dropped. I believe that was the first game that they were without Gabe Madsen or one of the first games. So I think there was a little, like, struggle, growing pains. How how do we move on without one of our best players? Tip-off from Vegas, set for 7 p.m. on Wednesday. One woman is dead and two others are fighting for their lives after what officials in Rochester, New York, say was a crowd surge at a concert. Rapper Gro... Is it Glorilla? I have no, you're asking the wrong guy. <laughs> Performed Sunday night at the city's Main Street Armory. Rochester Police Chief David Smith says investigators are trying to determine what caused an orderly exit to turn deadly. As people began to exit, the crowd began to surge and rush toward the exit. There are some reports that shots were heard causing the crowd to panic. But that has not been confirmed. Just tragedy. Rochester's mayor says those who incited the panic will be held accountable. Let's... Uh, Let's head back over to uh, traffic and weather if we can here, since that is the major problem we've got uh, this morning at 8.08. 
We'll check uh, traffic and weather together. Brought to you by Granite Credit Union. Andy, if you're uh, standing by there. Yes. Yeah, real quick. Uh, so many of these accidents this morning have been car versus barrier. Just know if you're Almost gonna, exclusively, Tim. If, if you're going to play that game, the barrier is going to win. Yeah, that's the truth. In fact, right now, I can count, let's see, one, two, three, four, five crashes on I-15 and I-215 that are just cars that have crashed into barriers. And I, I, I haven't seen hardly any that are multi-vehicle this morning. Uh, so... Be aware. If you try to go on those outside lanes, uh, you could lose control. If you have bad tires, stick to the inside lanes, even if it means a few extra minutes of travel time. The big backup right now is uh, going down Murray into Midvale. Tim? I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.